Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? What? If you're not down with that, we got to work for you! Ball game! You're hearing me now, ain't you? What? So, I guess I'll just try to do this. Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. Uh, this is one of those episodes I have no idea how to start. Uh, my name is Liam McNulty, joined as always by Jimmy and his whole world of Warcraft. It's a lame one this week. <laughs> What's, What's going on? Uh, nothing. Uh, really? It's kind of insensitive. No, I'm just kidding. I know. Well, there's a large elephant in the room. I yeah. feel as though. We're not in the same room, but there's a large elephant that exists between there's... the space of the rooms that we're in. Yeah. Yeah, there's two. Or, you know. Uh, yeah, you, Roman, uh, Roman Reigns, yeah. yeah, sorry, I'll say it. Okay. I guess one of us has to. Roman Reigns and Monday night announced that he has leukemia and has been suffering from leukemia. I guess it's been in remission for a decade or so, and now it's back. Suddenly, this was obviously shocking. I'm sure you were, you were probably shocked to hear this. Yeah, I, I mean, we were texting about the episode while I was, uh, at the movies and then with friends and I was excited to see what it was and then uh saw what it was and yeah. was very uh very taken back. Yeah. Um, this is one of the few times where I almost wish social media spoiled it for me. So I was prepared for it. Oh. Yeah. Um <laughs> Learn. maybe I should have just said it. I mean, yeah, given the nature of it, it's just terrible but, uh, obviously. No, it, it's it's awful and um obviously it's storylines and characters and it's all separate from what we do here. And, uh, we wish him nothing but the best. Um, Absolutely, it is bad. It is bad when that stuff returns after a while. So yeah. I hope that, um, I hope he gets it under control and, uh, you know, his speech was very heartfelt. I wouldn't even call it a promo cause it wasn't a promo. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. And, uh, I give him credit. It was a lot of courage. I assume it was a last minute decision. I don't know if he had just found out and Vince on the cuff made that choice, but a lot of the booking decisions made, thereafter was definitely affected by that opening uh that opening yeah. um, speech by him yeah um so from the start of raw i didn't even notice this but my friend matt who i watch raw with uh noticed he was watching it separately and he told me when he got there that cole and commentary were just hyping crown jewel as normal before the announcement so which you know kind of tells you they didn't know what he was going to say definitely not and i feel like as you go on throughout the night with all the heartfelt promos and i don't know if this is maybe this isn't the best time to even ask but i was wondering if maybe you know people who work for the company maybe, maybe that shouldn't have been something that happened in real time monday night for them personally just based on you know i I don't know i don't want to say because you know it made it Everybody clearly wanted to say something about it all throughout the night, so it, I don't know. Do you think that that was the best way to do it, I guess? Uh, well, I mean, part of me feels as though that was a decision that, like I said, in terms of being last minute, I mean, I guess the only other option would have been feeding it into their earpieces, which I don't know if it would be better hearing it that way. No, no, um, I'm, no. what I'm saying is have Roman tell the company before. You know, do that with everybody that you work with, like, before, so that everybody knows going into Raw about it that works for the company so they're they're not all reacting to it on live tv when they're really supposed to be in character in a fictional world you know what i mean yeah i guess my point is that i'm sure he went to vince and that was probably vince's choice after that or his choice well yeah i guess i i yeah i don't know i just that's one observation i had but of course it's there's no right way to handle the situation obviously it's just a horrible situation that you hope to never have to deal with and it sucks that he has to obviously like we yeah, said. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. I mean, I thought he was turning heel to begin with because I saw the chains and the gold and the black. Yeah. And then he said, my name's Joe. And then even though he started it, I'm like, oh, here we are. Here, this is happening. This is, <laughs> this is sudden. Yeah. And then... Um, uh, so I would, then I guess... <laughs> yeah, we asked... Hey, listen, they all did a three-hour show, so we got we to yeah. we we power through. We got to pull ourselves together. I wasn't even expecting this. I really was like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't going how I planned, but... I guess we're just and Seth and Dean human. also were. Uh, that was that was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, to see Seth like that, that was awful. Yeah, that was really, um, just you know, jarring. I guess. Yeah, that's the word that I used. Yeah, yeah, it's a great word. Stole your word. <laughs> well, it's definitely a word. Um, <laughs> uh, and then so, after this, yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead, uh, please. Yeah, af- after this, we had um, Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley in a very. Um, I don't know, I guess I thought this feud... I mean, obviously this match was the first in several matches I assume they'll have. 
But um, I think they could have used a few more weeks of build before doing a straight-up match yeah. with the finish. Yeah, uh, Balor won with a roll-up. Obviously, the feud's not over. Um, yeah, Leo no. is continuing to do what I... I mean, it's on Raw, so I don't mind, but I still hope that if they ever get to pay-per-view that I don't hear Leo's voice the entire time. Yeah, that's a good point, because they did have like a bit of a match. I mean, Lashley was basically kicking his ass the whole time until the end. Yeah. And also, they had, you know, that's an unenviable position, having to go on and perform right after that. Oh, absolutely. Like, immediately following Roman's announcement, or Joe's announcement. So then after this, Ruby Riot defeated Sasha Banks. Um, I mean, I don't know. This is just... This is a match now at Evolution, obviously, the three-on-three. I think... I, I mean, I think you know what I think about this. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about this? Um, it's a shame that the first ever women's pay-per-view is having a six-woman match with a week of builds after the Riot Squad has faced almost every variation of a three-babyface woman team. Um, well, I think they're supposed to be happy they're not just in the Battle Royal, to be honest. Well, well and that's, which is also a problem that they... A big that, problem. That, you know, that's but that's the, not a that, solution. That statement. It's definitely not um, a solution. You know, it's a big problem. I think that we'll get into the actual Evolution card later, and I have some ideas for how this could matter a little bit. But uh, yeah, Ruby Riot just beat Sasha Banks, and I'm very disappointed in all of this. Yeah, well, they're picking up the Sasha and Bailey dissension storyline, I imagine, because of, you know, the distraction on the outside, whatever. Yeah. I, I could have sworn that they said submission match at the beginning of this match, but I guess I was wrong. Oh, I didn't hear that. I don't know if that yeah. would well, make I'm, much sense, really. It wouldn't, no. I was like, what? But then it wasn't, <laughs> and that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, man. This promo, these this is just sad for me. Th- these guys are just old-timers that don't even understand the concept of why you would try to blur the lines of reality. Like, I feel like the way they were doing this, to me, personally, like, you know, nostalgia is a polite way to say old, or maybe it's a polite translation for maybe we're better than you. Like, well, that's not a non-polite way to say you're better. Anyway, um, and then the, the you know, the mayor thing. Like, I, I don't know. I was just cringing throughout this whole thing. What did you think about this? Um, I don't think I just liked it as much as you did. I think acknowledging their age and the fact that the match is happening was very meta. And DX is a very meta faction. Um, it was at a time in a bygone era. Well, that's what the whole promo was about. And I guess if this match is happening, then why ignore the elephant in the room that there's a guy who dressed up in a mask who's currently a mayor of a place? Um, well, I just think because... that wrestling is in a place where we're too we're not detached from what's actually happening and to ignore it in certain cases is dumb. So I, I'm not saying I, I love the promo, but I think the creative decision to include it wasn't awful. Okay, well, yeah, but we all know that he's a mayor, right? So, like... Uh, why is that even like I don't understand why that's like a like a mic drop it's supposed to be like a pipe bomb moment like the crowd was like oh it's like yeah but you guys all know he's mayor like that's it's not well I don't think every single it's, not, fan it's like something knows. it's like part of the disbelief we suspend like it's already that's a really a gimmick breaking detail about his real life persona the fact that he's a mayor means that his Kane backstory is obviously fake you know they're pretty mutually exclusive yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go on the notion that every wrestling fan knows every facet of the things that we know. That's well, a no, pretty but... well-known fact, but I mean, I do think that there were probably several people in the audience who um, who didn't get didn't the know yeah. or um, reacted in a way that was what they were looking for. I mean, the match in general, I, I don't, analyzing the promo is almost neither here nor there for me because the match <laughs> in general shouldn't be happening. Yeah. So, and then there's the whole Undertaker and Kane come on the screen, they're in a graveyard, um, one thing that I acknowledged is that W posted a photo of an urn with DX sprayed on it. The promo from Taker and Kane was done in a graveyard. Is that not kind of more distasteful, knowing where this is emanating from and all the politics around it? Like, did that cross your mind at all? Or Ah, uh, no, that didn't actually. I mean, th- just, I, just think about the idea of DX in Saudi Arabia, to be honest, like... None of well, this yes, is none of this makes sure. sense. There's so for many sure. there's so many layers to this onion that don't make sense. But just having like, you know, they're shoveling dirt into a casket. Yeah, uh, you're right. No, I, did, I didn't, and, and that's horrible. That's they shouldn't Yeah. Dude, the, the event takes place a month to the day after this journalist was killed. Khashoggi. Yeah. Like that in and of um, itself is a reason. I think they're gonna wind up moving it. I, I don't even want to get too deep into that because I feel like by well, the time this is out there it'll be moved because I think they're gonna be making an announcement shortly. There was a rumor about it being announced today. That's what I um, heard, yeah. So and I'm apparently, looking. you heard about Cena and Brian apparently don't want to go, according to rumor. 
Which, yeah, duh. What took you so long? Really? Yeah, that, well, that's what I heard, yeah. Well, I could imagine it's admirable for them to say that, but I have to imagine that they're probably contractually obligated to. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, they would, you know, in lieu of the contract, they would verbally say, hey, we really, you know, we're big stars for you and we don't want to go there. Like, we, we're contractually obligated to, you're contractually obligated to go there, there is a world in which we cannot go, we should do that. Not saying they would not go, like they would boycott it, or like, you know, breach the contract. But that's what it they looks... should be doing. Cause, oh, what, is there, is something happen? Because um... it really, just based on that, I would say they can't cancel both those matches or change them, they would have to move it out of Saudi Arabia. And with everything aside, I mean, put it on a fucking military base. Oh, and they also haven't sold a single ticket for any, like, they kept moving it to different venues in Saudi, smaller and smaller venues, and they haven't sold any tickets, apparently. Which is, like, weird, to say the least. That confuses me, because I thought tickets went on sale a while ago, but apparently tickets didn't go on sale yet. It kept getting changed. Apparently, the on-sale date, like, when it was supposed to go on sale, they would get postponed. So I think that's probably why the arena would, the, it went from a stadium to an arena. Not saying they would have filled the stadium, but also, I mean, a week to well, sell that's, any Well, that's show part of pretty- it, but... You know, and maybe it just that just got us into this, you know, on the other side of October 2nd, maybe, and it's just a coincidence that they kept moving arenas. But in any case, when last I looked earlier today, there's no arena for it. There's no tickets on sale. Yeah, nothing was, uh, no decision has been made. They're reportedly reading the situation and how holding, changing, or canceling Crown Jewel would impact their stock and public image. But wouldn't their public image go up? You would think. Yeah, that's what I, that's, yeah. Well, I'm, even... Even if you're not going to look at it like that, like, are you not considering your public image for going? Like, I, cause it seems like they're not like, that's, that's a big risk. I think, obviously, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, it's going to, I'm definitely. a, I'm a pretty diehard WWE fan and it's going to definitely make me see them differently. Yeah, for sure. Oh man. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Paul Heyman comes out and put over Roman Reigns, obviously. And, uh, yeah, it was very classy, because I think they're they're close behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, well, it seemed like... Did you see the video of Reigns after he went yes. backstage? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. was one of the first guys he embraced. So, oh, well, we failed to acknowledge that now that the title is vacated, I don't even think we said that Roman Reigns vacated the Universal Championship. Thank and, you, um, yes. at Crown Jewel, the match uh, between Roman, Braun, and Brock is now between Braun and Brock, and it's for the vacant title. Yeah, um, which in and of itself is kind of crazy like was this not is this not just a one-off for brock oh it, i mean i mean it was but unless they shower him with money to be make it unpredictable but yeah i think braun is pretty much our next universal champion yeah i yeah i don't know i think you know don't underestimate the power of money or it stays vacated and they don't have a winner oh wow which is also which is also an option I didn't consider and don't that. forget that when roman reigns won his first WWE championship it was at a tournament at survivor series so maybe That's they do right. something like maybe they do something like that where they yeah. keep it vacated and then um because you know if they can't have a tournament honestly I would have had the winner of the World Cup oh no because they're all from different brands I that thought about sense. that yeah but it, well that among among the fact that they didn't really take any special care to who went into the tournament because like looking across who's in it I'm like eh. Maybe Rollins. Well, yeah, but they are. All, <laughs> I don't all even know who I'd want in that match. Yeah, but they all are established viable world champions though, at least. Yeah, every yeah. single one of them yeah. in the match. Yeah, but yep. but that wouldn't work. So yeah, I mean, and then and then we'll get into Braun later. How I mean, right now it could be considered a heel versus heel match, but after Raw, things that we'll get into, maybe it's not. Not that that really matters to the match at all, but that is a yeah. weird dynamic to have. Yeah, but I think Braun's face after Raw. Well, speaking of face, let's uh, get into Elias. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, this could have been done better. It wasn't the worst, but it could have been done better, in my opinion. So I. Well, I'll, I'll say this part when we finish Raw completely because I have some opinions on the way the things they did in the show based on the opening segment. Um, okay. I mean, Elias beat Apollo. That's neither here nor there, really. Yeah. But <laughs> afterwards, Elias comes back on stage, which I felt was weird when I first saw it. Definitely. And then we have Baron Corbin come out and they get into something. And then I totally saw where they were headed with this. Of course. And uh, Elias hits Baron Corbin in the back with the guitar, gets a huge pop. And um, I think turns babyface. Apparently, people online don't think this is a babyface turn. Oh, they're great! Cra- no, they're crazy. Of course, it's a babyface turn. Yeah, he was with um, the crowd. Who was with them the whole time, like the, right. throughout the whole thing with Corbin. So, um, I mean, in terms of utilizing Corbin, because I don't know if he was going to be on the show at all or how he was going to be used, I did think it was creative to have Corbin be the outlet because Corbin is a heat magnet. Um, yeah, and Elias is great at 
getting reactions, both negative and positive. So I kind of like this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I guess, yeah, I guess this is a feud going forward. Well, you said that you would have done it differently. So what what, <laughs> what would you have done differently? Well, I no, it's just they didn't put a whole lot of thought into it. Like, what was Corbin? Corbin was clearly very not coming out to say anything. He was only out there to get hit with a guitar. Like, yeah, but then you had Shane McMahon come out on SmackDown, essentially doing the same spot that Corbin was doing, yet he finished it. So you could argue that he was just hyping uh, up the brand for Crown Jewel. Did not make that connection, but you did. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I do think he was there for a reason, but just looking at SmackDown as well, you could argue that Shane was kind of... Baron Corbin could have been going just doing the same thing that Shane was and hyping yeah. up his, his brand for the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I just... Uh, Elias... I wish you would, like, do you notice how he always winds up having to, like, squeeze so many words, like, into the punchline because he didn't time out the song? You know what I mean? Like, the hand up Stephanie's ass, which gets cut off, like, I don't know, I'm a musician, so I'm like, dude, get to the end of the line already. Yeah, at the same time, he does have a very different act, and it's impressive for him to utilize that medium to cut a promo. He has a, no, oh, it is, and he has a lot of natural ability. I just wish they would put a little more effort into... Because the songs are all basically the same. Like, he's basically, it's the same melody, same, you know, he'll do, like, a little solo sometimes, but yeah, the songs sure. are always the same. But, um, but yeah, he does have, like, if this is going to continue to be his gimmick, that would be my critique. But he has so much natural charisma, that's undeniable. Like, whatever, you know, he's probably going to be able to make anything work. Like, whatever he's doing, so. Not, and also, I think critical. this was, this was directly related to Roman leaving, too. I was thinking that, too, maybe it was last minute, is that what you're saying? I mean, I think that Elias was definitely turning babyface at some point in his career, but yeah, I find it very ironic, especially given what happens later on in the show that we'll get into. I think that both of those decisions were definitely made on the cuff. Okay, because we got to remember, though, that not everybody, like Vince didn't find out Monday night. Most of us found out Monday night, but like Vince found out whenever Vince found out, because Roman was off from shows all weekend, so like... Vince, right, they had some time. Like it's, not like been... they, it's not like Raw started and in real time they were like, shit, we got to make some changes. You know, that happened before Monday night. Like, Creative was no, probably told I he's think... not going to be around. We have to change things up. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, they're, they're one and the same. Either, yeah. either or, the writing of Raw, I think, is last minute to begin with. As yeah. We, as we talk about every week. Definitely. Um, Definitely. But, yeah, I think that was probably the case. But that's more relevant to something that happens later on, actually, for me, at least. Okay, yeah. Um, we had the contract signing next between Nikki and Rhonda. Yeah, this did not go how I expected. Uh, me neither, but I didn't mind it. I think no, that they yeah. could have... I like that Nikki verged on talking about Holly Holm, but not going there directly. Um, I think that she should have went full throttle. Last week, that's what I said, and she kind of hinted at it. And he used Rhonda's mom as like a way of uh, navigating through that part of Rhonda's life and career. Yeah. And she, um, I mean, Nikki's been great. As a, I mean, she's always been a decent heel, but I thought that she's been good in this feud. She stepped up in terms of character work and really putting forth the disdain. I believe that they don't like each other. Um, Definitely. Alleg- allegedly, they don't behind the scenes, but I don't know how much of that's manufactured or not. Um, right. And um, allegedly, yeah, I think Rhonda being very cool, calm, and collected, knowing that she'll you know beat the shit out of her and leaving the ring and all of that was great through I the slap. That, yeah, through this exactly. Um, I think that they could have talked up Bree's involvement in the match. I mean, not that the match didn't happen yet, so don't say like Bree's going to get involved, but kind of use that <laughs> as a. You know, oh, is it really Ronda and Nikki, or is it Ronda versus the Bella Twins? Well, Ronda's kind of talked about it, like I, I don't mean, know, kind like of, she's gonna, but a lot of you know, like she's not worried about. I don't know. I, I really hope Breeze. I mean, because really, who doesn't think Ronda can't kick both of their asses at the same time? Like, oh, definitely, yeah. So I, I hope it's not, you know, like a thing where that's a big part of the match. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll come into effect, of course. Um, the mother stuff was, her mother stuff was a little weird just because I'm unfamiliar with it. Like, does that, does it make well, more I mean, sense Rhonda, in context? Rhonda I mean, brought up her mother first. So I think that's why Nikki went in there deeper. Oh, and she, okay. that's why I said that she used Rhonda's, you oh, know, yeah, UFC okay. career as a way to kind of bring up the mom. Like, oh, let's talk about your mom. Your mom right. probably fell. And it is kind of well known that Rhonda's mom was an Olympic uh, gold medalist. And that's what kind of got Ronda into the judo in the Olympics. Right, right. And Ronda promised, promised her mom she was going to win the Olympics. <laughs> yes. Essentially. The hell can he do? Well, not I won winning. the, Oli- I won the, the whole medal. Olympics. Um, I won first place in the Olympics. Goddamn, pal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that sounds pretty legit, huh? Um, <laughs> what do we have? Oh, we had this awful women's tag team match. 
Uh, not a tag team match. A fatal four way. Fatal four way. Ember defeated Tamina, Dana, and Nia Jax. Did we talk about Tamina like randomly coming back on a different brand? And I, I don't think she needed like a hype package or I anything. Think but we mentioned her in passing last week. It, I think. it, it was weird. It's weird. It just she was already in the ring, right? She was like basically already in the ring yeah. both weeks. Yep. Last week, this week. Yeah, yeah. That was the so problem. She's like, it sucks. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't have much to say outside of uh, Ember and Tamina, so I goes to show you that she means nothing already, again. Yeah. And um, this is a way to hype up the Nothing Battle Royal. Yeah, the leftovers, squeeze them in the card Battle Royal. Um, yeah. This whole Raw and SmackDown, so, I can't even imagine, like, this is so, what a lackluster... Like, are these the most lackluster go-home shows to any pay-per-view ever? Well, SmackDown was really a go-home show to Crown Jewel, even though Crown Jewel isn't for another two weeks. Seriously. So that's there's what, that. That's, yeah. That's Raw exactly... Did a, Raw did a tiny, tiny, tiny bit better at hyping of Evolution. But SmackDown was technically the last stop before it, and they failed miserably, I thought. Yeah, definitely. Big time. They totally dropped the ball. Like, you're, you're yeah, talking about Nikki and Ronda, like, did a little bit. And I guess maybe you could say Trish and Lita on Monday, like did a little bit oh yeah we should yeah we should talk about that briefly only because did you notice did anything stick out to you during that backstage brawl between them uh what uh that maybe the other person in the match wasn't in the segment alexa oh yeah well do you know why because she has she have a broken nose uh well i heard concussion oh yeah i heard a broken nose yeah no i heard concussion she's got a concussion by ronda at a live event and she's uh, not cleared and really? uh, they put they put Alicia Fox in the segment because apparently Alicia Fox will be the backup, which will make Evolution even worse than it already is. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't realize yeah. that forever. I, I kind of knew that was the case for Monday, but like I didn't realize. I mean, they had a, the only thing saving them is that Alicia has been kind of intertwined with them a bit mm. in previous weeks, but not enough to not. warrant her being in the match. No. So I really hope I that mean, Alexa gets do? better. It'll be a last minute choice too because she has to pass the impact testing. So um, I'm guessing that'll happen maybe wow. the day of the pay-per-view. Yeah. I'm sure it'll happen, like, yeah, probably late in the day. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. Because I had heard she had broken her nose, and I was thinking they should give her, you know, like Trish had the mask. Right. But never right, mind. Right. Because it's useless now, isn't it? <laughs> she oh, that would have probably cut that out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's not a broken nose, so. No, it's wah, not. Wah. <laughs> um, and then we have the main event. We have the uh, tag team championship match that this also feels like it, it wasn't announced ahead of time to my knowledge. I, I also think this whole thing was off the cuff. Really? Personally. I don't know. To main event with it, not main event with Ronda and Nikki. I thought Ronda and Nikki, even, even with it not being that explosive, would have been a fine closing segment. Because at least you're showing the importance of evolution and the match and it's closing raw. Yeah. Even if it wasn't like a great, if it wasn't a great, so, not a great, but no. like a, a, a show ending, like, uh, oh, I need, because I think that it built anticipation a little bit more with Ronda walking off that if it ended, I wouldn't have been too upset with it. No, yeah. That's um, a good point. So, that's a really yeah. good point. So, so that's so, kind of where I'm at with that. So, because I was thinking they felt like they had to do it Monday, like turned in for whatever yes. reason we released expecting it, especially off the tag title win. Right. So you're saying that's the reason they even had the tag team title match. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but that's just, that is what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I think. That's yeah. what I think, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that could very well be, and it could, that's another, like, reason why, you, I guess, you, as you're saying, like, they wouldn't have main evented with Ronda, but you have to main event with this if you're splitting up Seth and Dean, obviously. Yeah. And if you feel like you have to do it tonight, then it's just unfortunate that it's on the Evolution Go Home show. I guess is how they rationalized it, but even still, I mean, so what's gonna, so then something's gonna happen at Crown Jewel, according to that, I guess? Yeah, so let's, um, all right, so obviously they have, they always have good matches, great matches. I mean, we're not getting, I'm not annoyed that I'm still seeing them wrestle each other. I thought their match at Hell in a Cell was a lot better. Obviously, they had to wrestle under terrible circumstances, everyone on that show, including this match particularly. Yeah. So I'm not, I think that they get a pass for that. And it was a good match. I'm not saying it was a bad match. Right. Um, obviously, after, you know, Dean and Seth are now once again the tag team champions. Yeah. Um, Dean hit Seth with the Dirty Deeds. And I was like, oh, goodness. Uh -huh. But yeah, so there's, a, there's some controversy with this decision I'm hearing from Dave Meltzer, from Wade Keller. Let me just say, first of all, the execution of the angle in general, in my opinion. I thought it was amazingly done. If it is, I mean, it would be amazingly done, period. But right. my notion that it wasn't planned, at least for this show, um, this particular show, I don't think it was planned. 
And I thought that Dean's face afterwards, it wasn't like the typical lunatic where he was like angry and like freaking out. He seemed like upset and angry and then he pummeled him more and the space out between him fighting him seemed very like erratic and real. And Seth even looked like at one point he was going to like forgive him. Yeah, Seth was almost almost like I love you know, that. Look. I get it. I yeah. love that look. He's like he, he's like he he's like said, it's like, okay. On, he's like it's exactly. okay. Like don't. I thought it's that okay. was like heartbreaking. Almost. Yeah, yeah, um, I like that. And then Dean, and then Dean transitions to pulling up the floor and the matting, and that. By the way, there was another fan angle of Seth's head hitting the ground, and that looked like it You're really kidding. hit. Oh god! I mean, I'm sure he's fine. But yeah, it just looked Hopefully. really good. Um, well, Back I don't want to say. Good. With all the real but, world stuff creeping into wrestling lately, knock on wood. And then just the crowd reacted perfectly. I mean, that it always works out when the crowd aren't observers. They're not actors in the show with us. And they just the, the faces and then Dean yeah. to the crowd. They did a backstage WWE.com exclusive where he's walking through like the arena and the fans are screaming, why? And, uh, and you would have oh, thought sick. that it was planned because just yeah. it, was per- it was perfect. It so was. My question, it was really so my good. question to you is, do you think it was distasteful? To do this on oh, the show, I don't. Re- Wade was talking about this. N- no, no, I don't Me think so. Me neither. I think you know you got to do what you got to do. Like it, yeah. it's not. If you can look at it as distasteful, only if you're looking at it as which. See, you kind of seem like you're looking at it as they did it as a direct result of the Reigns thing. Well, I mean, I think it was I th- okay. I think it it was coming. Yeah, no. See, this is for a while. I talk about it like this. Like I, I, I don't to answer your question. Thing, <laughs> think it was distasteful. I don't either. I really don't. Yeah. And I think that I think it wouldn't have been done in this way had the Roman thing not happened. Like with that level of emotion, yeah. I just I, I I don't think it would have. And I think it's a shame that this happened, and this is a very real life thing Roman's going through. And it affected another storyline, but at the end of the day, we analyzed the show, and my opinion of it is that it was, it was you a well executed, yeah, attack, and yeah. and it's awful that it was done under the circumstances. Um, but between Elias turning this happening, I just feel like a lot of things were uh, hot shotted, and also for me, unless Elias really was just coincidentally going to turn babyface on this show, I find that hard to believe. Just do it next week like what i, well, they I think put, they, the maybe they have something in mind for crown was, jewel is the only reason i can think you know like you want to do something you want to do it this yeah, week so you can always, do something that further establishes them next week or you can do something that sets up for something that's going to happen at crown jewel just to give you an example of one no reason. i mean i get that but it's not it wouldn't be the first time that something happened on a go-home show and there boom there's a match headed it's not it's not often but yeah. i think if elias turn heel next week uh turn babyface next week and they announced Baron Corbin versus Elias. So I wouldn't have was, really turned my head. You think it was too much? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that, right, for the way I'm viewing the show is that the Roman's health uh, crisis has changed things. And I think that the Dean and Seth thing needed to happen. Because there's also the hook of the fact that they're tag team champions right now. Dude, yeah. See, there's a couple things I want to talk about with this. None of which you've brought up yet. The first, I'm just going to list a couple questions that I have. The first is, what was Dean Ambrose? Dean Ambrose was clearly saying to Seth, why did you say that? Like, he was reacting to something. To me, that's either he's talking about, why did you call him a lunatic last week, which we've already talked about and I hate, or when they were embracing right before Dean did the dirty deeds and whatnot, Seth said something like, you know, maybe this is for Roman, this is for our brother, or something else, but just something that Dean is going to elaborate on in a promo next week, in which case I like it a lot more. And then there was also the thing that you just said. Uh, so yeah, what? So so what? What do you think about that? And then I'll try to think. About I it. think that it's the lunatic thing. I think that they're going to do a story hate where that. Hate where that. Seth viewed Dean in this way, and they won the. And I think that emotions they have. And again, it's awful to say benefit, but they do have the benefit of saying that yeah, the thing with is. Roman, the thing with Roman, kind of made Dean act in a way that he would have acted eventually, but it was more extreme in the moment. Like a trade. And if and if Roman's not around anymore in his head, like maybe it, it, it's not necessary to be with Seth anymore in this moment to right, be in right. this group to be there. Okay, kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah, I do think that the whole lunatic thing is. We talked about this last week. I do think that's what he was referencing. Okay. Um, on Wade Keller, they thought that he cursed at him, and he was, like, condoning him, saying, don't say that, that I think an audience member cursed, and they oh, it out. yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was that. 
I mean, definitely not. I think it turning, was the lunatic thing. You on somebody by saying "don't curse." That's his new uh, yeah. gimmick. Weird. <laughs> He's the right to censor now. That comes right out of the box of gimmicks. Oh my goodness. Um. um sorry. Yeah, I, I I think that that's the reason, and I think that it's a bad reason. I think that they could frame it in a way that doesn't seem as bad. I think that Dean can just go back to the whole. I've been in the back burner. I mean, all the things we've said about Dean since he's returned, which is a reality, he could just say. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's corny to use that. But I do think Definitely. that comment was directly related to last week. Yeah. I hate that. Either way, I yeah. mean, I'm sure he's going to, we're going to, it's going to be elaborated on, obviously. It would, well, maybe which, it won't. If they were smart, they, they would have Dean like turn away interviews, like not want to talk, like kind of build up some, maybe make it a long burn. I can almost guarantee you Renee's not going to have spoke with them much over this week. <laughs> no, she apparently never does. <laughs> well, especially now that he turned heel, you can expect that to only get ramped up. It's just, just weird for her to say that because, like, we all know that they travel together. Right. Well, it's a byproduct of the very unusual dynamic of having a talent on the show that's married to a commentator for that same show. Like, it's such an unusual situation, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks for her because it's like whenever Dean is on TV, like, she has to say something to address it. And in this case, it's always going to be, yeah, we haven't spoken much. I'm not, I can't really take any liberties as far as elaborating on what his heel character is right now, even though right. we're married. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, but so the thing that, this is something I've always kind of fantasy booked is the idea of a tag team splitting up wild champions and they each have to go off and get their own partner and fight in a match for the titles. And one of those two subsequent teams would be, would be champs. And that I also like that applied to this because it spices up like we already have seen Seth and Dean wrestle each other one-on-one a lot, even though it was a few years ago. I mean, he only forgave him last year, you know? Yeah, well, there's also that whole element. You could just say that I, I, I don't know, I, I still had an issue with you turning on me. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, you could it's actually, lazy You could actually kind of say they're even in a way Yeah. at this point. Um, but what do you think about the tag team thing? Well, what exactly? Like they each get a partner, Dean, you know. Starts teaming with, I'm um, having a hard time coming up with uh, Drew Galloway, and then Seth has to start McIntyre, teaming with yeah. Uh, McIntyre. Yeah, thank you. And <laughs> then Seth has to start teaming with Elias or But they're still somebody. champions? Well, no, they, those happening? two teams fight. You know, they each have one title, and those two teams fight, and the winner of that match is the champs. Has both titles. Um, I, don't I like mean, it. I think it's a, I, no, I, I don't, I think it. it, I think it's creative. I just don't think it would happen necessarily. Cause I think that Baron Corbin would have to, Jimmy. would have to approve it. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I but I mean, he doesn't, creative. he doesn't I, have I, to I, approve everything that happens. He only has to prove whatever, I know, mean, that's a pretty air. monumental, like changing of the rules of championships in the company. Well, he could like it. He could like that seeing the two of them at each other's throats. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> probably not gonna happen you're right it's probably not gonna happen um i am I, I mean the only other option would be dean just wanting to forfeit them maybe or seth or no, dean taking both just of like, them dean taking both of them that was you know another thing i thought of like because seth had like, the two titles and dean had the one so dean turns on him and takes the two tag titles but i feel like it would make more sense for dean's character not even to care that he's champion that's why he threw the belts at seth well, then why does he work for WWE if he doesn't want to be champion? Well, he doesn't want to be a tag team champion. He wants to be a singles guy. He wants to be, well, you know... why did he win the tag team? See, that's one thing, though. Well, he was booked in a match for the title. Right, and also, he, like, was a big part of assisting that, that win. Like, he got everything, you know what I mean? He took out whoever, and then he, like, woke the ref up and threw him in the ring, and then he celebrated for a minute with Seth before he turned. So that yeah, that just furthers the idea that it's going to be... You know, that he just snapped Which could aid to his frustration, too. He could say, even that um, Super Showdown, he was the one who got the pin for his team. And True. then the next week True. on Raw, he was the one who got pinned because he felt like they weren't there for him. Right. That's a good point. So there's a lot of reasons that they could use. I don't think they will. But there's, like, footage, we'll you know, see. like, archived in the company to utilize. So it is intriguing. And, yeah, I don't... I mean, Dave Meltzer's whole argument for agreeing with Wade is not directly agreeing with Wade, but he also has the same idea as that they said that they were going to win this in honor of Roman. And because they're honoring Roman with a real life thing, that doing this is like a shitty way to write that into the storyline. Nah. You, and I don't, yeah. They're I, grasping I mean, at straws. They want to be offended. Those people just want to be offended at something. At the end of the day, wrestling is scripted, but they also don't want us to know that. 
So there's a blending of well, reality here that I appreciate. That. Vince shouldn't have Vin- said that thing that he said a long time ago if they didn't want us to know it's scripted. What thing did he say a long time ago? We think that you're tired of having your intelligence insulted. You know, when did he about. when did he say that? Dude. I'm trying to remember. Like at the around the attitude era, a very long time ago. Oh, when remember he did this, the video it's a sports entertainment it. thing. It was a sports entertainment thing. That's what you know it as. When he announced that like, you know, it's not wrestling, it's sports entertainment. Right, yes. Yeah, so yeah, that they gotcha. could stop paying state athletic commissions. Yes. Huh. Well, we heard it was entertainment last week too, and then he started breakdancing. So point. there's that. And that wasn't entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. So yeah, I guess that's Raw? Yeah. Alright, let's smack it on down to SmackDown. Yeah, Shall let's we? go. Let's Shall uh, we, old chum? They were in, uh, my dad was in Newark last night. He saw the trucks passing by. Oh, nice. I forgot they were there. I knew they were going to be coming, but I totally forgot it was last night. I'm totally glad I didn't get tickets, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. Um, what a waste yeah. of a show. What a waste of two hours. Very much so. So the show opens up with a new day on the heels of them losing their tag team titles to the bar and the big show. The heels of the bar. By proxy. And newly Uh healed big show. The bartenders. uh, Which is some, there was some pretty weak (laughs) writing there last night, I thought. Very. Oh my God. Um, Yes. Yeah. Yes. We'll talk about. Yes. There was terrible writing. This was essentially a setup for the bar and big show to come out. Big show and Kofi Kingston have a match that doesn't actually. Right, function as such. Isn't really a match No, at the end of the day. And they announced uh, the bar versus the New Day for the tag titles with Big Show in their corner. I just would have done, imagine Big Show in the bar as like a Freebird tag team champions. At least that'd be like, I don't know, different. Oh, that would be a different, a good idea. Because they tried to do like... I don't want to say I want to see that, but it'd be like a creative way to utilize the storyline. Yeah. To have like a tag title match, like the bar going to defend the titles against New Day... And at the last minute, they're like, oh, but it's not. It's going to be Sheamus in the big show. But they probably won't do that because it's kind of clever. <laughs> Precisely. Um, but good idea anyway. Well, uh, thank you. WWE recapped Roman Reigns' leukemia announcement for Monday. I mean, yeah. Did we find it weird that they recapped it so much, though, on Raw 2? It was kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I mean... I, well, that's what I was kind of alluding to by having everybody feel like they need to react to it throughout the night. Like, it, Raw was really all about that. It was a Raw that should have been all about evolution. Of course, it's a real-life thing, so yeah, you had like, to make the, the announcement. Time, like, but yeah, they recapped that... it a lot, and they had everybody talking about it all night. Yeah, I yeah, thought I it was too much. I, it was definitely too much, I mean, and it kind of you know, was like I, they were capitalizing on it a little bit. A little exploitative, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, just... It's a fine line, so... And just really quickly, I I, I hey I, I know that a lot of my Instagram pages and Twitter pages of wrestling fans who were like have thousands of followers or, you know, they're getting mad at people saying like I never liked Roman, but and then their thing is like we don't care if you ever liked m- mostly Roman fans before this are saying we don't care if you ever liked him. This is like a serious thing and like, but it's still like I'm not gonna lie, I definitely view him differently. Like I do, and well, I think yeah, that, yeah. And also, by the way, he I don't think he was in remission. Just to clarify, I'm pretty sure he said that he had it, but it, it's it's at a point now where he needs to step down. That's how I interpreted it. Was that is that wrong? To me, well, uh, that he me, was like living with it for a decent, like not. It wasn't well, yeah, like, I think, but I think when you have it, you always have it, and it's just in remission. Um, like that's the impression I got because he did say I've been living with it for 11 years, and now it's back. So people who don't understand. I mean, you know, who really understands cancer? But people who don't have a, much experience with it could say, what do you mean it's back? You said you've, it's, you've been living with it. What's back? Yeah. Um, That's a good point. But yeah, just the promo, like, like the, the thing he said about just the football line alone, when he said football was done with me, like, why didn't you say that four years ago? Because the way that I've always seen it is that football was your first love. And since you, when you realized you didn't have much of a big future in football, that's when you decided to fall back on wrestling. That's that's always been my perception. Well, so, that's my whole thing. You know, even Why with the cancer wouldn't... aside, I mean, I'm not saying he should have, you know, used you know the fact that he's a cancer survivor or anything. I like, kind of think that it was dumb for them not to. I mean, I'm just going to say well, they may not it. have even known. It. No, they may not have even known. I'm not going to say it. no, dude. You literally were just saying that it was a little exploitative how they kept recapping it on Monday. I mean. 
Yeah, that wouldn't have, you don't want to you don't want people from, to have loved him because he was a cancer survivor like I don't it's, think it's a it very weird thing discussion I, to have for starters I don't actually. think I don't think they would have used that as a reason to say hey love him he's, he's he's a cancer survivor our fans can relate because most people know someone with cancer I'm not saying that what I'm saying is that they have a whole fucking month dedicated to breast cancer awareness and dedicated to brain research awareness you have this guy who you've been trying to push as as the guy for three years who comes across like an asshole sometimes i'm just gonna say it because he does who goes on interview shows and says how he just wants to get rich and make money and all of that (laughs) is changed knowingness it is yeah so i don't know why they wouldn't i'm not saying every on on his on his w.com profile say Roman Reigns, you know, the first line is Roman Reigns is a cancer survivor, but uh, you want to make these superstars relatable to you, and yeah, but I don't you know, want we them know to be, about you want them to sons. be perceived as superstars, so you don't, you know, like, I, I mean, I, there's a chance, of, like, first of all, a there's superstar? a chance that he didn't even disclose that, because I don't think he would be obligated to if it was in remission or whatever, uh, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, hard to believe we're talking no about stuff knew. that we don't know much about, but, but, I agree, it would have, I don't think the perception of, of, a guy that you want to push as the face of the company, like that would have to become a huge part of his gimmick, not just a detail. I feel like. See, I don't think it does survivor. because, because but in any cancer case, doesn't become a part of some someone's gimmick in life in general. It's just something that they've dealt with and and, right. and they've had. What I'm what I'm trying to say is even with the cancer aside, it's all about the way you say things. Saying instead of saying like you know I I played football and that didn't work out, so then I went to wrestling. What he said on Monday was football was done with me. I mean, he said it amidst other, you know, details, but he said football was done with me. Just when you say it like that, you earn so much sympathy for me when you put it that way, you know what I mean? As opposed to saying, I was done playing football or just, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's really the way you say things as opposed to what you're actually saying, you know, like, yeah. I feel like that was a big part of it for me Monday. Like, even with the whole cancer thing aside, because really that's a bigger issue than, like, I can't speak to that. I, you know, I obviously, or thankfully, have, am, you know, haven't had cancer. I just feel like it's something I don't feel super comfortable discussing, like. That's for I, sure. You know? Um, but even with that aside, like, it's just the way you present, like, it, so because I've heard people saying, oh, that was his best promo Monday night. Like, no, he was just being, he was speaking from the yes. heart. Absolutely. That's what it was about it, I think, at least for me. Yeah, no, it was not a promo at all. It was real life. And it's, you know, he could have done that four years ago. He could have said, you know, football was done with me. I didn't have any other place to go. And the WWE was the only place that accepted me. You know, it's my passion. This is what I love. I'm going to make this work. And also maybe incorporate a few new moves into your moveset. You know, and maybe don't, he doesn't have to be the top guy always. That's all. Maybe I would throw Well, that's throw what I'm saying, in. yeah. I'm not <laughs> saying that this, this announcement uh, and what's happening to him, like, changes the, the, the creative decisions that has, have been made, because I still strongly disagree with them. Right, and again, that's right. that's a big part of everyone's resentment towards him that that WWE never fully realized. Is yeah, that we, we it's all the know the fact it's that you're really pushing him fault. so hard as if we love him in a way that we don't love him. Like that was a yeah, big part of it. I think Roman Reigns fans who call us Roman Reigns haters don't realize that we're really mad at Vince most of the time when talking about Roman. Yeah, not Roman, really. Yeah, that's not changing with this announcement or not with that. That's how we have right. always felt. I mean, there's so, a, yeah. there's a lot of layers to the to the whole Roman Reigns onion thing. Uh, yes, I'm gonna definitely. There's a lot of you know things. There's a lot of factors because there's also the idea that, like you're saying, yeah, we're we're not you know the whole um, reaction thing. Oh, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you cheer me or you boo me as long as you give a reaction. Like, no, we're not we're not booing you even in the way that you're suggesting or implying. Like, we're booing. The decisions that are being made regarding you, right? Yeah, I don't know. This is, this Definitely, is, this has gone way off course. <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's, it's it's a major thing, and I don't feel like we, uh, you know, I think we, we we wanted to be careful what we said, and we kind of grazed over it. But I think it's 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 important. It's you know, of course, yeah. Of our, course. our our opinions of him getting better and being okay doesn't change. Of course not. You know, and we hope. Yeah, we wish him the you know a speedy yeah, recovery. You know, absolutely, and it t- and it took a lot of courage for him to go out there and do that too. I can't even imagine. Yeah, so having to say that, I can't imagine. Yeah, another uh, group of people who are very close to Roman, the Usos, were in the next match versus Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles yes. on SmackDown. Good segue. Um, Usos actually uh, even better segue. I don't know if you notice. I forgot if it was Jimmy or Jay who got the the pinfall after the splash. Doesn't matter. But he did. He did the cock up with his fist in the in the air. Do you notice that? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I thought it's that was nice, a nice touch. Nice homage. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I think that this whole Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles storyline, we've seen it before. Dude. Two baby faces. It, yeah. it, it, you know, but, I think the match will be good so they don't need to do much, but they also, again, are overthinking every AJ Styles feud. I'm going to say it from Shinsuke to Joe and now to Bryan. This is like the epitome of it, though. This backstage interaction, first of all, they should have done another take because this was, I was cringing throughout this entire backstage promo. Well, backstage what, what interaction. It's live. Had. It's live. Well, they should have done, they should have done, it shouldn't have been live because it was, <laughs> I was cringing throughout the oh, whole thing. Okay. That's what I'm gotcha. saying. They okay. should have done it earlier, before the match. I don't care, whatever. Like they, because it well, was they just. Well, they didn't know it was going to suck, but I get what you're saying, dude. The, the <laughs> but but I'm saying like there's no reason to ever do a backstage promo live. Like there's just no reason to if you care well, about. I mean, that's, if you really, I, I, I don't if agree you really, with that. I mean, there's because just, you want like an after the match like reaction, like in a real sports like feel, dude. They I'm can, not saying I like this. I'm just saying that I think that that's vital part of wrestling is to have interviews and promos and, and stuff like that right after the match is over. I think that's been a staple of wrestling for a while, and it sucks sometimes, but it should then they no should way. rehearse it. Then they should rehearse it, like, not line for line, but, like, how they're going to improv it, because this was, like, are you, are you talking about Pinot? Like, that in and of itself was like, oh, my God. At least finish the word. Please don't be talking about Pinocchio right now, but at least finish the fucking word. Like yeah, what, 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 yeah, that was weird, weird and awkward and like, uh, are you wait, are you talking about? First of all, it took him way too long to realize. Yeah, obviously he's talking about Pinocchio. Someone's suggesting that your nose is growing. Yes, they're talking about Pinocchio. So we can just put those ten seconds aside and not even have to live through them, please. Like totally, the, the WWE champion is really stupid. He didn't know what he was talking about for ten seconds. Also. Daniel Bryan, like, oh, is this how you do it, brother? Like, again, just like the Shawn Michael, like, I don't get why this is, why is that, I don't even understand why that is a bad thing. Like, yes, that's the hand gesture that we do, and you said brother, like, we say brother to rib Hulk Hogan, but now you're saying it to rib me, I don't understand how that ribs me, but AJ took offense to it. This whole thing was just, like, a big fail for me, and it sucks because it's AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. All you really have to do is just, like, expound on what's already there absolutely i agree so bad so bad man it's like they're trying to sabotage it is how i felt throughout this backstage interaction and i think they do it they've been doing it too much with aj with aj that's my, that's kind of my point not at this level but yeah. it's like a theme it's but a theme he, i'm finding brian too i know you don't like him but like he just felt like a nerd and just like he's, well, he's doing the yes. nose thing aj's talking oh and and just to begin with the whole like, oh, uh, well, mine was on accident, but I think his was on purpose. Like, well, you, well, then you didn't see the guy move this week because the same thing happened as happened last week. Like, if yours was an accident, then his was, an, like, I don't know. I just hate all of it. I didn't like it either. I can't. I wish I, I wish I, I, sh- I got to make more notes, like, when I'm writing, like, how I think it when I, because I'm having, I'm just so overwhelmed by how bad it was right now that I'm having a hard time putting it into words. What I did really like was the Charlotte Becky segment. You did? Okay, because I also didn't like this, but you can talk wow. first since you liked it. Yeah, Critical. I felt like I, I felt like if I was one of the NXT rookies, when as soon as Becky came in, I would have been like, oh, we're doing this here now? Really? You're doing it like an angle now? I thought this was like a nice heartwarming, this was like a nice speech that she was giving us, and I felt like we were really, I had a connection with like a superstar there for a second, but now I realize that that was fake, and this whole thing is just a fake thing to do this angle. So go ahead and do your oh, angle, and I'll just be one of the. Know. I'll just be you one didn't... of the one of the people in the background, I guess, for this angle that you're doing. Okay, wait a minute. I have a few questions now because I'm kind of surprised you said that. A, you didn't hear about this happening over the weekend. I did. No, I did. I did hear something about it. Okay. And I kind of knew it was happen- going to happen the whole t- like the whole time she was giving the speech. I was like, I kind of know where this is going, and I wish it wasn't because of yeah, everything I just said. Why would they be randomly showing Charlotte Flair talking to a bunch of women at the performance center when there's a match with Becky Lynch happening? Like. As a wrestling fan, you had to you had to know that's where they were going. No, it is. It was, and I hated it. Right, but why would they just randomly be showing Charlotte Flair just giving a pep talk to NXT people randomly? What relevance would that have to the show? No, they should. I'm not. No, I'm not saying it shouldn't have been leading to that. I'm saying they shouldn't have done any of this, <laughs> or they should have done it differently. See, I like the idea of news breaking over the weekend, something happened here, something. But then when I act, I guess that's what it was. It was very, it was also very disappointing to see that that's, oh, this is what it was. Man, this could have been something cool. Because of everything I just, because of, you know, so I didn't like any of it. I'm not saying it, 
she should have just went there and given a heartwarming speech for the benefit of the SmackDown audience. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, I'm just saying like, that was my impression as a viewer watching it on Tuesday was that, you know, like, like just putting myself in the shoes of one of the women there while she's giving the speech. I'm just thinking like in kayfabe, she's giving, she's here giving this speech. It's great. But I'm also training to be a wrestler, so I understand the business. So once, like, I don't know, maybe the women are already in on it to begin with, but it, I don't know. That's just how I felt about it. Oh, well, I definitely think they were in on it. I mean, there's yeah, no probably. absolute way that they just, like, did it randomly. The question felt so forced, so rehearsed. I definitely think yeah, that okay. they were all, all in on it. Yeah. Um, my kind of thing is that, like, I don't know, you have Shayna Baszler there. Like, I kind of think with her character, I don't know, I would have, like, gotten in on it almost. Or, like use that as an opportunity to like introduce her to or, the main roster i mean because if you're gonna I, use her then you gotta introduce her i i guess i can't really put into words what i'm trying to say um i just think that there's a lot of that this week if i was nxt superstars seeing charlotte and becky fighting some of the heels on the show that we've seen on nxt programming which not all the casual fans watch it would have made sense for me from a character's perspective kind of, to kind of see them take sides and gang up, if that makes sense. Not just, like, not do anything. Like, Shayna Baszler, like, choking out Charlotte to make a statement, not even to, like, introduce her, just to make it a memorable yeah, thing. Yeah, that I, would be I, awesome, but that would be in a different world. Like, we're, we both know that wasn't going to happen because that would take way too much away from the Charlotte and Becky feud that they're trying to hype. Oh, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that. I just think that having those strong personalities that we know as established there kind of took me out of it a bit. Yeah, I don't think I they should like have been there either. Because I kind of think that's what she would have done. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Or maybe just have, like the, the, like, the really new people. Like, the May... Why not just make, like, a May Young Classic thing? Like, the finalists for the May Young Classic. Because yeah. we don't even... They don't no, even talk I, about the fact that that's happening at, at, at Evolution. Yeah. So that kind of... what That would have been, like, a cool way to, like, oh, you know... I mean, there's only f- two finalists, but I don't know. It, it, I'm not saying it was perfect. I thought it was different, and I thought that the emotion was good. I did not like Charlotte's promo afterwards on the video screen, though. I think that it would have been much better if an interview, if an interviewer caught up with her backstage, asking yeah. you know to kind of talk about it, not to just get on screen and cry. Yeah, definitely. That was um, weird. The May Young thing, though. I was thinking, like, I think that they don't want to spoil it. Like, that's why that they aren't really calling it. You know what I mean? Like, if, I guess for people still watching it? Well, to... Oh, I guess because there's one last episode tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, okay. Like, they, they don't... But but that's... They should have worked it out differently. Like, the last episode should have been last week, so they could at least talk about it on Go Home TV. And I'm going to watch NXT tonight, but I had said a few weeks ago that they had announced six NXT superstars to be at Evolution who are 99% going to be in the Battle Royal. And that would have been another way to kind of give them some major screen time, hype about oh, yeah. oil, say that NXT people are going to be in it. You know, you could have had her talking to them, maybe. So I definitely think it could have been executed a little differently. Missed Window City. So next up, this kind of reminded me of the Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley match, but even more so because Rusev defeated Aiden English. Like, what the hell? Right? Are you saying he should have lost? No, why would you have the match and have like a definitive outcome already on SmackDown? Uh, well, I mean, I think they hot-shotted a lot of the stuff in this program. The whole Milwaukee thing was kind of flubbed, in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, it's been going on for so long. Like, Rusev Day was together for a while, and now... You well, know, the, I mean, they've been... Stra- Aiden- they, like, week after week, it's been an ongoing saga, and then suddenly, unannounced, you just have the match and have a clean finish? It's weird. Yeah, I mean, it, it's believable that Rusev who was once, not long ago, a number one contender to the WWE Championship, beat him. Well, yeah. No, I do uh, yeah. think that the story they told, it was sudden and abrupt. I think that maybe if they want to continue it, Aiden can be a heel and say, you know, it's Lana's fault I lost, or Lana keeps interrupting. Because don't forget, last week she kicked him in the balls. This week she threw a shoe at him. So you can kind of argue that it was a sort of a distractive, a distracted, a yeah. distraction finish. Well, I think there's a, there's a chance maybe Aiden English... Well, no, I guess not. I was going to say maybe he distracts her on Sunday to get her out of the Battle Royal, but would that breach the women-only pay-per-view thing? I guess so. Absolutely. 
Even if he sung from backstage? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's the only thing going for this pay-per-view with the abysmal build is that it's still it's still a novelty that it's uh, only all women. Yeah. That's it. That's like all it has going for it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. So you're saying hard no on English distracting Lana. Well, yeah. I feel like the only integrity... <laughs> Got it. The, the only integrity they have going is that. Pronouns, pal. That literally... I've been thinking that like kind of subconsciously for weeks and that is so obvious that like oh yeah duh there's an obvious reason why that can't happen he's a man <laughs> oh we have some news actually on evolution i, I don't know if i'm going to be breaking it when was this released oh yesterday well still okay well, when will this michael, be released is the question. michael <laughs> yeah michael cole renee young and beth phoenix will handle commentary for the evening i was kind of hoping it would just be beth phoenix and, Re- and renee young so that kind of negates the whole oh yeah well and there aren't enough all w- w- women referees so at least keep the actual wrestlers to just women wait so um, michael cole is gonna have a sex change <laughs> michelle cole okay reset pal young and phoenix will also be featured on the kickoff show and will be joined by smackdown general manager page there will be a red carpet with charlie caruso Kayla braxton dasha fuentes kathy kelly and sarah schreiber all contributing and finally, Lillian Garcia, JoJo, and Braxton will act as ring announcers. Wow, they really are all women. Yes, <laughs> outside of Michelle. I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah, well, yeah. See, dude, like, I don't know. I feel like English would be fine because there's the exceptions are already there. He's on the show. Yes, the whole time. <laughs> um, it's probably going to be the first voice you hear. Will be a man's voice. <laughs> then, uh, uh, oh, we have Ms. TV next. Yeah. I kind of. I wish. Like I wish. Either? No, no, no. It's not that. No, no, no. It's not. not <laughs> I'm that. just kidding. I did like this actually, but I wish that Miz's gimmick was like that because I thought I thought I had heard that this was a match advertised. I, I don't know for whatever reason I was kind of expecting this as a match on SmackDown. So when it's Miz TV, I don't know. I, I was happy that they wound up having a match, but I wish it was. They kind of framed it more like it was supposed to be a match. And Mysterio's out there for a match. But Miz is like, no, 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 let's do Miz TV. Because, you know, he's like a, just trying to avoid confrontation because he's like a cowardly heel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... Which they kind of, like, the ultimate, ultimately the sentiment was there by having Miz not want to wrestle and Mysterio wants to wrestle and they wrestled. But, I don't know, I just wish they would do that a little more with Miz TV, you know? Definitely. Um, this made me interested in who the actual matches in the tournament are going to be. So is it going to be like Raw versus SmackDown? Like in terms of the brackets? Or is it going to be like SmackDown? Like are they going to keep them apart until the end? Which is another way to do it. You know what I mean? Because my my, my point is that we already saw all four of the SmackDown people wrestle each other. Did we see every possible combination? No. Mysterio and Orton? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. But... We probably it's probably going to be the combination we didn't see, knowing the way WWE does things. Because I'm thinking they'll probably just do the one. It'll probably be the last match is Raw versus SmackDown, like National League versus American I League. I want it to be Rollins versus Mysterio in the finals. That would be awesome, but I think your hopes are a little too high for Mysterio. But Really? Because I yeah. kind of think with the way he's been booked that they're just going to kind of push him like they always do to the older guys and kind of negate. The newer guys. Yeah, but that's I kind of what they, I'm. I don't know that they know they can trust him. Not trust him. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's he has been injury prone in the past. I mean, he has been, and but he's, he's older also now. on a full time. But he but he's on. He's one of the only people who's returned recently who's on a full time confirmed schedule. He's confirmed yeah. for like every show for like the next two months. Live oh, wow. events, in, live events included. Wow. Two. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I can kind of see him winning for that. I reason. mean, that would be awesome. Rollins versus Mysterio would be awesome. I'd love to see it. Don't get me wrong. You son of a bitch. Don't get me wrong now. Uh, <laughs> this was a good match. Yeah, I haven't even thought about that. We'll go through that next week. Yes, definitely. Possible, possible outcomes. Um, but I, I, it is very refreshing and nice seeing Ray there, I have to say. Definitely, definitely. And he looks good. He looks very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah, and the match was good. And was, he seemed comfortable on the mic, too. He was never the best on the mic, but I kind of liked him. I thought he was kind of calm, cool, collected. Yeah, he definitely seemed comfortable. Like, uh, yeah, I guess he just seemed comfortable. Like, I know, I agree. I felt the same way. Like, he just didn't feel like he was nervous at all. Like, he felt yeah, like... I kind of felt like I was going to be on Truth TV. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty I good. Like, I, like, I like that. Next, we had the cluster f- that was the women, Lord. 
Yeah. Lord, Lord, Squeeze Lord, Lord, Lord. Um, Zelina's going to be in it, so that's something. Yeah, I wish she got, like, maybe an entrance like everyone else fucking did. Well, yeah, but if that was uh, a misdirect because she's going to win it, then I'll take it. <laughs> I. You don't want yeah. her to win? No, I would love for her to win, but I still feel like it doesn't make her feel as important. I mean, just because you play her music doesn't mean... I mean, if she was, like, Asuka winning... Asuka being the last person standing is a misdirect for me. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. She's yeah, obviously I, not winning. She should win. She should win, you think? She won't. She should win all the Battle Royals. She should be unthrowoutable, you think? Well, I mean, I'm not saying every Battle Royal going forward, but yeah, I do think she desperately needs to win this match, yeah. Desperately? Oh, wow, to save her. You think she's saveable? I also think Asuka You think she's saveable after she's been out there dancing with Naomi all month? Um, I don't think saveable is the word. I think they can get her to that point again, and I think that Asuka and Becky is a fresh match. Yeah, before they killed Asuka. Becky's been doing great work. I think it could still be a good match. They would have to build her back up a lot for me. She was, uh, she was so... The they taken her down match, so much that. from where she was. No, I'm not disagreeing with that, but you put her in, in, in the ring with her, you, yeah, you have her get a few victories, and then... You have them have a killer match, and it reminds everyone why she's... They're having a hell of a match. She's never going to be what she was, and that was a almost an anomaly for that long, and I miss it, and I don't think it was going to last forever, and it sucks that it's gone. Yep. And they definitely dropped the ball since, but I do think that yep, yep, yep. there's room for her to return to a credible challenger for a championship in the near future. Okay. Fair enough. I do, I, I do believe that. Fair um, enough. So then we had Shane McMahon come out, who I heard is returning full-time as an authority figure, which, sorry, Paige, oh that sucks for you. Um, yeah, well. Also, do you... I'm reading online everyone. right now. I and everyone's it, ears. I fast-forwarded through his promo, or whatever the f*** you call it. Good for you. And oh, you didn't. Then you missed so the, the idea that he really leaned into best in the world. Best right. in the world. Best in the world. What do you think the crowd did, Jimmy? No, that's what I'm getting at. I heard that he, it's apparently cage side seats saying that he brilliantly shut down the CM Punk chance, but how did he do that? I would, that, wow, perception is a funny thing. I wouldn't say he, I would say he seemed very caught off guard by it. And he was like, uh, oh, hold on, no. I'm actually watching it right now. Yeah, I can hear it. I was able to Go fast ahead. forward it. Oh, that's it? Yeah, right? That's not, that's not that. No. I mean, I give him that ballsy to, to acknowledge it. I mean, honestly, I think if he had thought more about it ahead of time, he probably wouldn't even... Because I don't even think WWE like to acknowledge that Punk exists. So the fact that he said, you know, he's not in it, like, I think Vince would say, who? He doesn't exist. Shane, we've got, we went Shane, and the last thing is Orton and Jeff in the main event. I think that this kind of... Oh, Orton puts his finger in Jeff's hole again. Yeah, he likes doing that often. Yeah. Um, I think and, a three-time uh, three th offender, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Sorry, this kind of takes away from um, the Hell in a Cell match they had. I feel like that should have definitely been their last meeting for a while. Yeah, because it wasn't even that will. long ago. And, I mean, by logic standards, he, they could face in the tournament. I mean, they won't, obviously, but they could. They could, but they won't, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, man, that WWE title promo, I just, I can't. Like, that was so bad. So yeah, awkward. it was pretty rough. Cringing the whole time. Uh, no fun fact this week, but did, did you watch NXT last week? No. Maybe I should change this from a fun fact to like NXT corner. To watch NXT? <laughs> so Alistair, Alistair Black returned. Okay. And they did the whole angle where Alistair Black's music just hit. I really think it would have been cool if the lights just went out and he was in the ring. But instead, like the first guitar chord of his entrance played and then it stopped and then the lights went off. And then back in the ring, he's sitting Indian style looking at Nikki. No one can see what I'm doing, but he motions for her to come near him in a very kind of sexual way. Um, obviously, it wasn't sexual, but that's just how yeah. it looked. And then Nikki whispers in Alistair's ear. Alistair gets really, really angry and sold it and acted very well. And then it ends. Oh, my God. It sounds like they're really milking this thing. Yeah, but it's good. I like it. I think it's interesting. I think that it's creative. I think it's also brilliant that this wasn't planned. And Alistair, Alistair's d getting broke is why all this is happening. So I give them credit for that. <laughs> well, well, yeah, whoever broke his dick, I guess, would have to... Well, I think the ropes broke Get the so main thank you. credit. The ropes did. So thank you, ropes. <laughs> Guy broke his dick on ropes. He this did. This is a weird business. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at meup211. New handle. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. 
And you can follow the show, this podcast, on Twitter, at Wishful Booking. And you can like us on Facebook, at Wishful Booking Pod. Absolutely. Spice it up a little bit. <laughs> Do all of those things. <laughs> and uh, I'm really not looking forward to Evolution, but I hope it uh, supersedes my expectations by a lot. Because the women deserve that. According to they me, certainly do, and you, and not WWE. By the give the women a chance. Hashtag give the women a chance. Yes, give the women a chance. Yes, that's good. And hire some female writers, why don't you? All right, take care, guys. Later. So he would soak and drink and mope and cross his arms and hope to die. And then a fairy came one night to bring the sorry boy to life. She pulled some strings, spun him about That boy sprang up and began to shout My arms, my legs, my heart, my face, they all And she would cry show he was for real And she would take those gifts and kisses though just stringing him along She knew about those wooden boys It's an empty love to fill the void Yeah.